podcast friends, you are getting the first public announcement. The Elegant Excellence Journal Shop is reopening on Friday, March 10th, and we are kicking it off with a live reveal party with myself and you and this beautiful community. So if you currently use, own, and love the Elegant Excellence Journal, you do not want to miss hearing the nine changes I've been working on over the last two years now and how to best embrace the new shifts and additions to the method you are going to love it. If you have tried the Elegant Excellence Journal once but didn't really use it as much as you hoped, you do not want to miss hearing what's new and understanding the value this has had for thousands of people who have reported back this has changed their lives, blessed them on so many levels, and the reason you felt it didn't quite click or work with you, we just may have addressed in these newest updates. And finally, if you are brand new to the Elegant Excellence Journal, have never had one of your own, or even journaling in general, welcome, my dear. Come and hear why this method, my approach approach through the Elegant Excellence Journal Method is different than anything I am aware of on the market, is backed by research and data that proves its efficiency for those who are looking to heal burnout, anxiety, overwhelm, improve your relationships, be confident that you have the best brain and body health, improve your mental and emotional health, self-awareness, self-compassion. There is so much goodness in this method and all of the ways that we support you. So I will share more about that, plus be able to answer any of your questions live and just generally hang out together, which is such a special energy. You know that I love Instagram. I love this podcast. But when we are live together at the same time, responding back and forth in real time with our whole community, there is just a different energy to that. It really is special. So I hope that you will pour yourself a cup or a glass wherever you are in the world on your time zone and take some time to vision cast about the future as you hear the options and opportunities for how I can support you, love yourself and your life a little bit more in 2023 and beyond. So save your seat right now at hillaryrushford.com slash reveal. That's hillaryrushford.com slash reveal. I'll also put that link below and I will see you there, my dear, on Friday, March 10th. And I, for one, am so excited. Welcome. What was that? You're welcome. With Hillary Rushford. Say it again. You're welcome. In advance. Hello, beautiful friend. I am curious if you can relate with the feeling that you've been working on the same things within yourself for many years, trying to discern what you really want in life, and you've been searching for this for years, what will make you happy, you feel like that's a question you keep coming back around to, how to be happier inside yourself, sitting with yourself. Your specifics may be different, but perhaps it feels like you keep trying to figure out how to juggle being a parent and work, and you're making progress, but then the seasons shift. Like, your kids get older, they're in a new season, things change at work, and so then there's new things to navigate again, and you're like, this has just kind of always been the thing on my list. I keep being like, how do I parent and work? How do I parent and work? Or you keep trying to figure out what you're really meant to do in work, 
And that's been the question. You still don't really feel like you found your thing. You're still not sure you're really doing what you're meant to be doing in life or how to really heal and have healthy relationships or you know, romantic relationships or friendships or with family. You're still trying to heal this family stuff. You have some insecurities around friendships. You're not sure if you're making the same mistakes in romantic relationships. Again, you're making progress. It's not that you're merely treading water. And yet this quest for fulfillment and meaning, for connection and expansion, for peace and joy, I mean, I guess it makes sense that that sort of is life trying to seek out the answer and the meaning in these sorts of things. And perhaps for those of us who desire to improve, who feel deeply or dream big, or we simply feel awake and aware to the sensitivity of relationships, the sensitivity of whether you really love yourself and are proud of yourself, feel peace with yourself, the sensitivity of, are my friendships really authentic? Am I really doing the best, having the healthiest family relationship that I could? Is my marriage definitely strong and getting better? Am I really in the place to have a healthy romantic relationship? I guess for those of us that are constantly wanting to to grow, to be more proud of ourselves, to have more inner peace, to have more joy... Asking these questions, seeking, evolving, journeying, is simply life. And we are trying to figure out how to do it better, better for us, better as us. So I have a product that I created, the Elegant Excellence Journal, and I realized it sort of exemplifies that journey for me, that I think so many of us are on together. It started for me back in 2011. I I was doing a download of some vision casting prompts, and they changed the course of my life. (laughs) My friend Emily sent them to me in response to an email I had sent out to a few of my girlfriends entitled, Prayer for What the Hell I'm Doing With My Life. And I was like, I felt like my musical theater career was coming to an end, like maybe in the next few years. I'd done a Broadway tour and a lot of years with the Radio City Rockettes and regional theater and all that jazz. And... I was trying to decide what to do next. Did I want to move to England and get a graduate degree and teach theater at the university level? Like that was the front runner plan. And my friend Emily sent me these vision casting prompts by a gal named Laura Casey. And I did the worksheets and what arose was this new idea that I saw modeled by this woman, Laura. I wanted to be a creative entrepreneur. And I hadn't known that was a thing as soon as I did. It felt like it was the right thing. And it wasn't that the pages were magic. It was the right time, the right place. I was looking for my next chapter. I had shared this with friends. But then the pages allowed the ideas to flow, the map to unfold. I got unstuck. I got excited and inspired. I had new ideas. I made new connections. Oh, wait, this and that could go together. Oh, wait, these two things are similar and aligned. And within the year, I was running my business. And I kept writing a lot in those early years of business. As I was just trying to figure out my own path, I was so often drawn to write. Yes, I was doing a lot of things on the computer, but when I needed to get unstuck to 
try to create, to try to vision cast or whatever, I was drawn to pen and paper, whether that was making a mind map that sort of went all over or columns or an outline or bullets or paragraphs. And I started creating my own pages out of different methods that I was creating, different exercises I was giving myself and going, ooh, that really that really worked. That unlocked something. And there was one, one page. It was called The Portrait. And it was kind of a watercolor map of where you were headed and why. Watercolor meaning it had more fluidity than one that was drawn with black ink that was like, here is the you know, Google spreadsheet of exactly where we were headed. Like there was going to be more watercolor. It was more like, here's the general vision in the next few years. And there was more beauty and inspiration in it. It wasn't all of the granular details. And then I had another practice called the path that was like, okay, where do I want to be in 18 months, in three years? Let me walk my way back and figure out, okay, where would I start now? Because I have a lot of ideas and I, but I feel like they actually go in some sort of synthesized order that best gets me to that path rather than just randomly picking. I know I can't do all of them at the same time. So I included those two pages in the first book that I wrote in 2013. I think it maybe came out like January 2013. Or I'm sorry, December 2013, very beginning of 2014. And this was only available in ebook form, but it was a pretty complete length book. It was a real-time diary of my first two years in business so that other business owners would feel less alone. There was like exact screenshots of my diary on so many of the days because I just did feel very alone and I didn't have a lot of other friends doing this. I wasn't really in community. I felt crazy a lot of the time and I think I just thought I wish that this had existed so I'm just going to record it as I go and see if it helps somebody else. And so I shared... Those pages and some other pages that I created, I started sharing them for free at the start of the year. I think like in 2014, that first year that book had came out in 2015 and 2016, every year the number of free pages to download would grow. I would come up with more and more exercises every time I sat down to do them. And I was just offering them for free to my community. I'd host a live session in front of my Christmas tree in December or in the, like the top of the year in January, we'd have calming music playing and we would just plan our year together and I'd be available for questions and for coaching and we just would sort of have this shared accountability space. So by 2019, eight years into business though, I had done a lot of work at this point on essentialism and simplicity and tried a lot of different things to feel less overwhelmed and to feel less burnt out. And I was just forever struggling with having too much on my plate. I brought on business partners. I've expanded my team. Like I felt like I tried so many things and that I was trying so hard. And yet the same two words were forever our issue. My schedule. Like Hillary's time is our ceiling. We've been saying that in my company for years. That myself and my team. We just need to figure out how Hillary can do everything we need her to do or we need her to have less on her plate that she has to do, or she has to be able to do it faster, et cetera. And we tried all manner of online organizations with my director of operations, my project manager. We would try new methods of calendaring and project mapping, and it still wasn't working. And so I reached this point in the summer 2019 where I just kind of finally accepted maybe it was something that I had to do for myself, by myself, and that it had less 
to do just with organization and more with vision. Because if you are trying to cram 100 crayons into a 50 crayon box, it doesn't matter if you've hired the home edit, like the best organizers. It's just not going to happen. So first, you have to look at why do you have 100 crayons or why do you feel you need all of these different colors of crayons or, you know, there has to be some decision about what to do that you only have space for 50. There needs to be some come to Jesus moment. Now, of course, if it's crayons, that sounds easy, like just have less crayons, you know, just let some go. But when these things are revenue streams, creative ideas, pieces of the puzzle to grow and survive and have meaning and a whole life and fulfillment, it's not so simple. Like every single crayon is precious to you. That's why you have it in in your little box that is building out this, this watercolor portrait. Okay, now they're watercolor crayons. Go with me in the analogy. This watercolor portrait of your life, every one of those things has meaning to you. And I very much appreciate the value of a spreadsheet. I can really geek and nerd out on some data. But when it comes to this work, I know and have come to realize that it is less about math than it is about meaning. And I needed to step away from the computer, get back to pen and paper, get back to vision casting, dreaming, personal meaning, what works for me, why and why not, what I really want and why. And I just decided to start hosting a mastermind, an intimate group for entrepreneurs. And I decided to share this with them, this tool for organization that I had just created and was trying out for myself. And I found that it was helping some. And I called it the Elegant Excellence Journal. At the same time, I was in a lot of therapy and I had said to my psychiatrist, so I'm doing the talk therapy and and I get it. I get that like you're supposed to choose better feeling thoughts, that it's about your thinking. It's about how you approach things in your mind. Like I get it conceptually, but I I can't figure ex- out exactly what to do. Like I'm on board, I hear it, but I feel like outside of my one-hour therapy session, which doesn't feel really scalable unless I want to spend loads of time and money on private coaching like that, outside of that, I don't feel like I'm really living differently. I'm really implementing it. And I imagine you can probably relate as well to having something where you're like, I'm on board. I want to make that shift, but how do I actually shift it? I, I, I don't quite get the action plan to put it into motion. I just felt like there was some step that I was missing. I wanted healing. I wanted breakthrough, but it felt elusive. And she said, I think you would love cognitive behavioral therapy. So I took note. And providentially, right after, I started listening to a podcast by a life coach, Brooke Castillo. And what she taught was cognitive behavioral therapy. She called it the method. And I started calling it the wand. That it's a it's a practice, a method to point your energy in the direction that you want to go. And in something that felt to me akin to magic, it really makes a difference. Like that you really can choose your thoughts and then play out if I point my wand in that direction or my wand in this direction, where am I going to head? I'm going to see the spell, so to speak, that I am casting and it is giving me this energy in that direction. My girlfriend, Jessie, had mentioned not long before this time that she spends an hour a day in the morning journaling. And I thought, 
wow, she must know herself so well. And I thought that sounded so luxurious. And by the way, I would like to point out that Jessie is child-free by choice with her husband. So always worth noting when we hear someone say something and you're like, wonder exactly what the details of her lifestyle is if you're like getting five kids ready for school in the morning. And you're like a full hour to herself. Interesting. But I thought that sounded luxurious, which it is. I also think it's more possible for more of us than we may realize. But I also thought it sounded brave, mature, evolved. like that she was spending all of this time with herself, with her thoughts, in dialogue and conversation with herself. And I felt very far from that as someone who always wanted to journal, but never really kept up with it, like just never really got into the habit. But I really wanted something in my life to change. And I knew part of it was this organization and overwhelm, but part of it was also about creating chaos within myself, being able to better calm myself, be less reactive, more peaceful, more clear and confident. So first, I expanded the portrait, that vision casting, dreaming, goal setting part, and included exercises on reflecting on what worked or didn't in the last year, where you wanted to be in years 10, 3, 1, deciding on your most important goals, the arrow goals, I call them, and then breaking those down into a path, seeing how your goals all flow along the same river, gaining momentum or losing it if the river forks as you try to live out too many priorities or stories. So it was that Original vision casting that I'd created over the years and been expanding, I now expanded even more into this whole vision casting process for us. And then into a section called the priorities, because I couldn't focus on the big picture of my life all day. I needed to like get into the details, make things happen. But then I got so sucked into my to-do list that I could easily fly through the day, go to bed exhausted, wake up again, go back at it tomorrow. And then two weeks later, I would wake up and realize with horror, oh my gosh, we got more behind than I realized. And now it is panic time. Like I was so acutely focused on my to-do list. I wasn't doing that in-between check of where are we at in the big picture? Like, oh my gosh, it's the middle of February. Oh my gosh, it's the end of February. Wait, where... It's the end of quarter one. Where did the spring go? Like that's what I needed for these priority pages. I need to be able to check in, stay awake and aware of my like short-term big picture, but then get back into the tasks at hand and sort of have that middle ground. And then there was a third section called the presence. How did I want to show up that day on a daily basis? How did I want to show up to a meeting with my team or to my marriage? How did I want to move throughout my days? What energy or presence, anxiety or confidence, like feeling shaky or feeling like I really went in with my shoulders rolled back? And also how could I feel more present, like increasing my self-awareness in the present moment, learning and being aware in the small moments, not regretting my choices and then days later unpacking them or more likely not and just having regret and shame about them, but not really in the moment learning how to handle disappointments, derailments, and distractions better. And since I had struggled with journaling, I didn't want the pages to be blank. That felt like too much pressure, I thought. And just I felt like just a plethora of anxieties could come pouring out onto the page and I wouldn't have had 
time to deal with them. I was like, um, I only got 10 minutes to journal. I don't have two hours to like open up the Pandora's box of my thoughts. I had to get this journaling thing done pretty quickly so that I could get back to my to-do list. So it had to have some constraints. Just buying a blank journal just had not worked for me in the past because of that overwhelm, that scope creep of just being like, I don't know where to begin or even where to end or stop for the day. So I made some tweaks as I went with that first version in 2019 that was owned by maybe 100, 200 women. And I realized that none of it actually was tied to entrepreneurship. They were just the small community that was in front of me, so I shared it with them. But I had so many friends that had found themselves in a really similar place as to what I was struggling with that didn't have anything to do with their revenue streams. It just had to do with so many personal goals or trying to make big decisions in their careers or families or wishing they had work or goals they were passionate about and trying to uncover what those might be. So the 2020 version of the Elegant Excellence Journal was launched and was for everyone, shared publicly. Anyone could purchase it in our community. And I don't know if you recall, but 2020 happened to be a year when the globe had less plans than ever before. (laughs) No one was dreaming big picture. We were all just trying to get through a shocking week, totally unsure what the months ahead held for all of us. We were all in crisis. And suddenly, a dated monthly guide, I mean, it went out the window for all of us. Who was doing weekly organization in March 2020, in April 2020? So, Nonetheless, the journal was also, though, a companion in coping during that time because we did still have businesses to run or churches to organize or goals we weren't sure whether to abandon or double down on in this strange new season that became strange new year beyond that we were all living in. So over the next few years, you started to share your stories with me about how using the Elegant Excellence Journal had changed your life, led to breakthrough, healed things you didn't know could be healed, open up new life paths that you hadn't even considered that were bringing you more joy than you ever dreamed of. You were moving states or countries. You'd set boundaries with people in your life more. You'd started businesses or quit jobs, decided to have a baby, or been able to find joy and peace even through an infertility journey. And as I observed my own journey, I realized that what we were really all doing through the Elegant Excellence Journal was getting to know ourselves better. And that that is what brings the healing, joy, breakthrough, peace, and pride. You get more clear on what you really want and why. And from there, it's more clear what you say yes and no to which makes it easier to do so because you see the value. You know your why. You know what you will lose if you don't exert that wisdom. You notice the ways you sabotage yourself, and thus you can start to stop that. You notice how unkind your thoughts are to yourself, and so you begin to work on that. You can more easily identify why you're anxious. So now instead of running from it, You're telling yourself the truth, which means you can work through it instead of just trying to shove it down where it is going to be sitting there waiting to pop up at an inconvenient moment. So while I want to tell you about some of the changes that I made to the Elegant Excellence Journal that we just unveiled last week as I 
think maybe we're saying this is version 4.0 or so over the years. I also want to say this. I am talking about a product that guides you on this journey. But what's important is the journey. Even if you never purchase my product, this is the journey we're all on or wanting to be on. And maybe you don't think you want to be on it because we have some inner resistance. We have resistance to slowing down, to dreaming, to journaling, to organizing. But I can tell you, we actually all do want it because we want the freedom, the healing, the peace, the pride, the life that truly brings us joy, the version of ourselves we really feel happiest in. We just have to see that this process, with the little dips or bumps of discomfort along the way as we sit to slow and address the things that make us anxious, etc., it leads to so much more comfort than what we are living in when we stay too busy, when we keep moving fast, when we won't slow down, when we always have someone else playing in our ears instead of sitting with our thoughts. To live like that is so much more uncomfortable than we realize, but I always say, like, it's the devil you know versus the devil you don't. You might think this process sounds a little uncomfortable, but I cannot tell you the relief you feel on the other side and you realize I was sitting in so much more discomfort. I had just become used to always being a little disorganized, always being a little insecure, always being a little anxious underneath the surface. And I think whatever your long journey is, we talked about at the top of the episode, whether in truth, you've spent the better part of the last decade trying to figure out how to heal your childhood wounds or like or love yourself more or have more stable, rich relationships or meaning in your career or purpose in your life. That journey, whatever yours is, we get farther down the path of it by doing this work, the spending more time with yourself work. That's what the work is. It's an invitation It's a support system to spend more time with yourself. And in this newest iteration of the tool that I created for myself that thousands of you have now used and loved with me, which has evolved over time, is having its biggest evolution to date. I overhauled it from top to bottom to rethink it with more freedom and ease in mind. More freedom because for the first time ever, it is undated. So you can never be behind, nor feel like if you want to keep writing, you're out of pages that month. It is there to support you, whether you are a slow journaler or a fast journaler, whether you write a little or write a lot, whether you write consistently every day or you go in fits and spurts and you do it for a while and then you get out of the habit for a couple of weeks and then you come back. It is free to totally support you in that because it's undated. Also, there is more freedom on the presence pages. Those are the daily pages. And if you want that container that I was seeking originally when I said for me, the idea of having a totally blank page kind of felt like too much pressure. So if that is you, you have 20 prompts to choose from daily. They're at the beginning of that section. They fall into different categories and they are core truths and principles and prompts and questions that we can go back to. So you can sit down, you can go one through 20, one through 20, and just do them in order. You can 
close your eyes, point to it, be like, okay, God, universe, tell me which one to process through today. Or you can just go to what is speaking to you. You might realize that there's three of those that really resonate with you and you just rotate throughout those three and you keep going deeper on them. Yet, if you just want to let yourself lead, then you have open dotted pages to just journal, brainstorm, list, create. There also is the freedom and the spaciousness on those pages. If you are in that place, which now, years into using the journal, is where I myself am at. I know now, my inner self now knows where to lead. In the beginning, I needed more support to be led, and now I lead myself. And then there's times when nothing quite is arising, and I will turn back to the prompts and allow the prompts to lead me as well. It also, number three, includes more ease because she is smaller and lighter substantially than our past versions of the journal. So whether that means she is just physically taking up less space on your desk or your coffee table, so it just feels even easier to have it tucked into a good little nook so it is right there every day in your ideal space, throwing it into your purse so you're doing it in the 10 minutes you have when you get to the school pickup line because it's there, it's light, it's easy, it's small. You are taking it on the airplane. This was a big thing for me that the last one was so robust that I would sometimes be like, ooh, should I take it with me when I'm traveling because it was kind of big and heavy and I travel a lot. And so being able to take it on an airplane, sit at the hotel pool, have it in your purse when you're you know, walking around during the day, et cetera. Number four, it also has more ease because making it smaller and lighter led to smaller pages. Rather than being a whole eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, I am finding for myself that it supports me more when I'm just doing a pop-in and I wasn't going to fill a whole big page. I'm like, you know, let me just take five minutes. Let me just write a little something. Let me just kind of center. Or I feel more accomplished when I'm in that deep flow that I'm like, oh my gosh, look at how many pages I, I wrote. So as I've been using the initial uh, prototypes that arrived I, and I was testing out the different sizes, I was like, actually, it feels easier with these smaller pages. I feel like I can get to a resting point sooner and be like, okay. I accomplished something. I read like three quarters of a page. That's good. I can turn the page from here on out tomorrow. Or even when I wanted to write more, it was supporting me in that as well. And then most importantly, there is more freedom and ease because there are now two versions of the journal. So the portrait is the classic journal with all of the vision casting. And is that big section at the beginning for the goal setting, the vision casting, the dreaming, all of that that we call the portrait. Then it has the priorities section we talked about earlier where you are just kind of keeping that medium turn overview as you toggle back and forth through your to-do list throughout your days. And then those presence daily open pages for your daily journaling, for any of your ideas, your notes, etc. But with the journal being smaller and lighter overall, you very well may finish your journal and then not feel like you're ready to go back and do the deep work of vision casting again because you're still living out that beautiful plan that you fleshed out. Your year is still unfolding. The older dated versions, it was uh, a duo of six months. So in January and July, you were doing this vision casting. I found for myself, though, that personally, six months sometimes felt too soon for me to vision cast again. Like, I wanted to keep using the method. I just didn't need to redo that whole section. I wanted to just keep living it out. And so I created a second companion journal that's called The Pursuit. And when you're in the season of 
seeking your vision, you can turn back to your portrait journal for that guidance. You can revisit it. You can reread it. You've got all of that work next to you, you know, on your couch, on your desk, in the portrait. But now, instead, this second version, it starts with a dozen essays on foundational teachings to sink deeper into, mindset support to go live out that beautiful portrait that you already vision cast for yourself. And then it has that same priority section, so we're creating that rhythm all throughout the year. The pages that we know and love are always there to give us a consistent rhythm. And then it has an elongated present section with even more pages for daily writing, so you can have that journal for even longer. So together as a duo, they are a life coach in your pocket, so to speak. I mean, they're not exactly pocket size, but you know, you get you get the phrase. They're a life coach in your pocket that is easy and flexible to use throughout your year where you start off with vision casting and goal setting, then you stay on track with a whole life focus that includes your relationships, your prayers, your priorities, your affirmations or mantras, like kind of all of those things just right within your hands, easy access to be able to turn back to. Your to-do list, in my opinion, lives online. I've always been passionate about that, that we can love the beauty and the feel of paper products, and that can be so needed and necessary for us to really have those big picture expansive thoughts. But you can't plan a wedding, a home renovation, a business, a full life on a list that has to be rewritten every couple of days. It's just not the best use of your time and focus when you have the gift of technology. And your calendar also lives online, in my opinion. I've also always been passionate about that. Now, if a day planner works for you, great. If a physical to-do list is is working for you and you have no problem, great. Use those and your Elegant Excellence Journal. But I feel most of us should be using digital to-do lists, like a project management system, and digital calendars, like Google Calendar or such, so that your spouse can see when your kids' doctor's appointments are, or your therapist or chiropractor or church leader can set a meeting with you that gets right on your calendar without you having to remember to write it down. You can drag and drop it in a second rather than having to be like, oh, my day planner is in the other room and I just saw this text. I just got this email. It just adds to our overwhelm when our lives are organized only in one physical place that we could lose we could forget, cannot be sitting with us at every moment of our lives, someone else can't access, etc. So I think the pairing of the digital is really important for the efficiency in your life. And then the tangible is really important for the relationship with yourself, the vision casting, all of that, having this sort of talisman that you can come back to in your hands. So first, the vision and the priorities we write in the journal. And the research shows that writing leads to more creativity, getting unstuck, having more connections that are made. Like when you can just, when you're feeling it with your hand, when you're seeing it on the page, you just have more ahas that come together, as well as better memory of the ahas that we had. So we lay out that vision, we get clear on the priorities, then we go organize it online, we do the task by task, the step by step online, but then we come back with the foundation of growing our self-coaching, self-awareness, self-kindness, self-compassion in those daily presence pages and in reflecting on the other sections, the vision casting, the life coaching teachings, and the priorities. 
It is about that most important relationship, which is the one with yourself. Because from that, we live out lives that then bring in all of the other beautiful relationships that we want in romance and friendship and family and coworkers and creative partners and parents. It has not solved everything. (laughs) Circumstances and grief can still lead to my being burnt out. I am still healing from my childhood wounds and learning to be a better version of myself. But, wow, even in the midst of chaos and trauma in my personal life in the last few years, against what would look like all odds with what's on the page, if you just looked at the summary of my years, I am calmer, clearer, more confident in myself, more kind to myself because of what's really become a lifestyle of being more in tune with myself thanks to the Elegant Excellence Journal. And if you took that off the summary of the years, you would wonder what sort of changed. And that really was the big first catalyst for change. And with all of those incredible changes this year, including a much lower price point than we've ever been able to offer, the number one thing you asked for over the years as owners of this product was a community, a place to be able to see how one another were using it, share what insights you were having, swap resources, find people who can relate to what you're going through, and where you can ask questions and keep learning from me and my team and one another. So we also unveiled the Elegant Excellence community, which you are invited to join when you purchase the Elegant Excellence journal. And I'm live in there throughout the week along with my team. There's also a monthly theme with deeper content that is always aligned with this idea of living lives with more joy and less overwhelm. Lives that feel more beautiful on the outside and the inside. Avoiding burnout and not avoiding a relationship, a beautiful relationship, an honest, safe relationship with ourselves. And that is humbling. Is that the word? It's magical, maybe, (laughs) to look back all these years and see that I created something that I needed, and then to have thousands of you say it's what you needed too, but then also still be benefiting from it so deeply myself that today I journal more than I ever did. I use it more throughout my year and week than ever before in the last eight months since getting the new prototypes, the new samples of what is now available in the shop. Some years, for me, I do the portrait in a long weekend. I've done it like a personal retreat, taking a night or two away at the hotel. And I'll I'll go through all of that vision casting for my year or my upcoming season. Other times, like this year, I just do a few pages at a time. So I'm using all three sections at once. I'm not finishing the portrait and then going on to the priorities and then using the presents. I'm just using all of them each day going back and forth. So there is not one right way to do it. You can use it in any order that it speaks to you. If you want to go section by section or if you want to use all three at a time, I myself toggle back and forth. So because this year I'm doing it where I'm using all three simultaneously, It was only a few weeks ago that I did one of the signature exercises that I have now done one to two times a year for 
I mean, at least the four years of the journal, but it may have existed in the pages before that. It may have been five, six years now. And I find myself rocked by it again. Again, the same exercise. How come every time I go back to it, am I rocked by it? Because I'm still I'm still learning to reflect on what I've learned. I'm looking at my past year. I'm looking at the things I've walked through. I'm looking at the lessons of it. And I still, there is more gold to glean out of my own story. The exercises are never old. They're never rote. They're never stale because my life has changed so much every year. There's things that I wasn't expecting for better and for worse. <laughs> there were things that were were better than I hoped. There were disappointments. Like there's all of that to process every year because your life is so rich. And so every time I do a new exercise, it gives me new ahas to tell my husband about over dinner, this new understanding of myself, new compassion for myself. And it's what I'm drawn to both when things are going really well because I want to keep them on track and when things aren't going really well. I used it this morning when I woke up with anxiety and some anger at a situation and I just knew if I just power through this and I go distract myself with something else, it's going to be sitting there all day or I can like move through it and get to a better feeling place. And there's other days where I wake up feeling so much gratitude and so positive and that's the reason that I want to sit down and journal because I'm like, I really want to carry this all throughout my day. So I hope you will take this invitation to join me today, to join us. Even if journaling hasn't worked for you or you feel like you've been trying at something in your life for a while and you feel like that thing is not just working, you're trying to find the breakthrough or the healing, if you wish you had more kindness and pride and confidence in yourself, you are welcome here. Whatever you are walking through or aspiring to feel or do or be or have, you can feel better. Join us inside the Elegant Excellence Journal and community where we're working on not just the outside, our productivity, goal setting, success, even a life that looks beautiful, nor just the inside, our thoughts, beliefs, our healing, our self but both. That's what's different at Dean Street Society. We do both. One is never enough. Productivity without meaning or purpose will fall flat, as will, I can say, as your personal stylist, the role that we first met through here in the online space, as will wearing stylish clothes if you don't feel beautiful on the inside. The outside alone will never be enough. But neither is just the inside enough. Because we are drawn to goals, dreams, making things happen, a life that looks beautiful when we look in the mirror, at our home, at our schedule, at our relationships. It's the whole work for the whole person and a whole life that can feel pretty wholly different in the best way. And even wholly with a H, not a W if that speaks to you. Though, speaking of W's for Wednesday, I will see you back here on the next You're Welcome Wednesday with grace and gumption. Oh, wait. One more thing. Don't miss this. Before you go, love. P.S. Something I'm loving lately is with a new journal, it always makes me excited to buy a new pen 
to go with it. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie. And this year I was doing some searching. I've used these colored pens for years. I will link them below. And I love them for just adding some color to my journal. Specifically, there's certain pages that I love to do. We have a joy wheel exercise. We have a what brings me joy, like the feelings that I want to feel, different kind of brainstorming pages like that. I always love pulling out these pens and kind of I wish that I could paint. I wish that I was an an artist in that way. I'm not. My colored pens are like as close as I can get to kind of creating something beautiful. So I love using colored pens with my journal. But then I saw a photo on Instagram of a bunch of uh, highlighter pens. And I realized, you know what I've started doing is – I'll go back to like our our prayer page where you're just like, what are the the hopes and wishes that you kind of keep coming back to? You know, friends that are looking for jobs, that are trying to conceive uh, a war that's going on in the world that's on, on your heart, like any of that. And I realized that the process I'd come up with was like when a, a prayer would be answered, that friend that I had been, you know, praying for their healthy baby and now the healthy baby was delivered, I would take one of my lighter colored pens and I would like go back and circle it or underline it or something. And then I realized, and also I was doing this in my presence pages. I just do a lot of like, I want to reread those. I want to underline when I have a big aha. I want to leave a star to be like, come back to this, like all of that. I'm just There's so much goodness when you're sitting and writing to yourself that you want to come back and reread in the same way that you read a book and then you underline the best parts of it. And then the hope is that you're going to go back and flip through those highlights again and soak them back in. And so I thought, actually, having colored highlighters, if they weren't just like, you know, aggressive uh, neon yellow, would actually be so much more relevant are applicable in these pages because I can use my black pen. I'll also link that below. I have like black pens that I love that are just like inky and smooth. So now my new jam, new journal, new jam is using these like beautiful pastel thin highlighter pens. So I will link those below. All the nerdy paper product girls and guys shall rejoice. (laughs) And I would love to hear if there are other pens, tools that you are using over in the Elegant Excellence community. I also got some heart-shaped paper clips. I can link those below as well. There were some times when it's just like, ooh, this day was especially an especially good day that I wanted to remember on the presence page. Or this was the first page of the self-help book that I'm reading that I started taking notes on. And so when I want to keep sinking back in so that book that I'm reading, I really truly am getting the application out of, I'm journaling through it in my journal as I go. And so that maybe just helps me be like, all right, when you want to go back, here is the first day. So that's another little tool. Of course, I love a like low cost flourish that just makes a process that already feels so good because you're caring for yourself so well and you're spending time with yourself and no one loves you more than you love you. No one knows you better than you. And so you're giving yourself all of that time, love, and attention. I just love, you know, a candle to go with it, a coffee mug that you really love sipping out of in the morning, the really cozy blanket, just like making that space for yourself and having all of that makes it feel even more like a treat and just the color and the textures, all of that just brings me so much joy. So I will link a few of my fave things in the description and I would love to hear if y'all have more tools over in the Elegant Excellence community. So hope you like the tools. As always, you're welcome in advance. 
Until next Wednesday.